0: let God speak into you the words that are the, the truth. You are a wonderful man of God. You're awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think. You. Oh, you're the whole packet, yeah. <laughs> they know me now. Oh. 12 minutes to release something in this place. I'm going to share scripture with you. This morning, I'm speaking on permission, enlarge the place of your tent. In Jeremiah 1 verse 4 to 19, it says, before I I say it actually, this is a scripture about Jeremiah allowing himself permission to do the call of God. Okay, so that just backs it up. So the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. So you hear a seed of doubt in his voice. Or maybe too old. Okay, let's just put this in there. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you to. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I've put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over the nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? So he's starting to allow himself permission to to do this. He says, well, I see a branch of an almond tree. I replied, the Lord said to me, you have been seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? Well, I see a pot that is boiling. I answered, it is tilting towards the north. The Lord said to me, from the north disaster will be poured out on all who lived, who live in that land. So God is acknowledging, is, is, is um, empowering and encouraging Jeremiah in what he's hearing. He's backing him up. It says, I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declare the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on people because of their wickedness and forsaking me. And burning incense to other gods and in worshipping what their hands have made. Get yourself ready. So Jeremiah has to to, um, activate that permission. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and its people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not, be, will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. God is right beside Jeremiah. So what Jeremiah had to do is he had to give himself, first off, permission to just prophesy. What he felt God was speaking to him about. So that gave him a platform to feel encouraged. But he had to give himself permission to believe the truth and what God was saying. He was called by God to be a voice. And even though he doubted himself and saw himself as too young, don't we often doubt ourselves because of our age? We're too young. We're too old. Because he doubted himself and saw himself as too young and unqualified, Jeremiah had a decision to make: to run and hide, or to allow the call to give him permission uh, uh, sorry, or to listen to the call and give himself permission to do it. His mandate, his calling, was to get the Israelites to turn back to God. He had to speak the truth about what consequences would happen because of their sin. He had to put all of his trust in God. And in this call, he allowed himself permission to step out, even when he felt so overwhelmed by his insecurities. In Isaiah 54 verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. You see, Jeremiah was enlarging the place of his tent. He was allowing God to stretch those tent cords. He was lengthening the tent cords, but he had to allow himself permission to do it. How often does God speak to us and tells us who we're going to be, but we never get there because we don't allow ourselves to strengthen those tent cords, to enlarge in the tent We need to give ourselves permission to take the risk, to trust God and go. I love that scripture. I need that scripture in my life. But just like Jeremiah, I would put limitations on myself and keep the tent cords tight and controllable. I struggled to give myself permission to allow myself to believe the words that God had spoken over my life. God will affirm us when we are like Jeremiah, allow ourselves permission. Um, I shared a story yesterday um, at the conference about something I'd gone through. So um, I had six months of really bad health um, at the end of 2016 and into 2017, where I would um, take my daughter to school, get home, jump back into bed, sleep, and then till the, till the end of the day, we had to go and pick her back up again. And the doctors couldn't really do anything for me. I had an um, excess mucus problem, so I was vomiting up quite a lot. I could hardly speak some days because there was so much mucus. Sorry, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Um, in my chest. And so um, for six months, I was, you know, practically in bed. I would save up all my energy to be at church on Sunday. That was the most important day to me. So I wouldn't care what I couldn't do over the week. So long as I was in church, I was okay. Continue to fight through this. I was not going to let the devil win. Some weeks I could worship lead, some weeks I couldn't. Some weeks I'd get there aiming to worship lead, and I'd say, I'm so sorry, team. I can't because I just had so much mucus in me. I barely had a voice. And when I could worship lead, the, my voice was not great. But I did not care because I knew that the devil wanted to take something from me. He wanted to intimidate me, to tell me, oh, look, you know, you can't sing as well anymore. Just a step away. And I just thought it doesn't matter about the quality. My heart is all for Jesus. So I would sing through this, this season of my life. Um, but what happened was I put on so much more weight over that six, more, over that six months of just being in bed. And so I um, decided I need to do something about it. So recently I got a swim membership and I wanted to change it to a gym membership because I just wasn't using the pools. And so I went into the, to the gym and I said, please could I change my gym membership to a swim membership because I just, you know, I, I, but without paying the, uh, joining fee, um, having to cancel my swim to a gym cause it was, it's like 110 pound to do that. And I said, sorry, you can't do that, but you could call head office and see what they can do. And, um, As I walked out of the gym, I just burst into tears. And I didn't realize just how hard it was for me to say the word gym. I felt that unworthy. I felt like, oh, they'll just, you know, oh, you want to use the gym. Sure you do, love. Um, That's kind of how I felt. But as I walked out there and walked into the car, and I'd actually parked the car right outside the door because I knew it was going to be a challenge for me just going in there. And as I hopped into the car and I burst into tears, I thought, this fear, this fear that I'm feeling is unnecessary. Why have I allowed myself to get this worked up for something that is going to be so good for me? So I called head office and I said, look, I would love to be able to swap these memberships. I can't afford a new joining fair. Is there anything you can do? I said, I'm just a big lady trying to change her life. And they were amazing. They said to me, Oh, we would love to do that for you. Thank you for sharing your story. You just have to pay the difference. Is that not amazing? How good is God allowing me to do that? But um, so I couldn't go on the Friday. And so I knew that's when I got my membership. I couldn't go on Saturday and Sunday. And I thought, I'm going to start on Monday, fresh week. Start start um, looking after myself from Monday onwards. Um, and normally my thought process would be, oh, Kelly, everyone's going to be looking at you. Who does this to themselves? Tells themselves lies. Oh, everyone's going to be judging you. Everyone's going to think that you're this or you're that. Um, You won't know how to use the machines, yada, yada. That would be my normal process. But this time, I decided to change my thought process. I've been on a journey about doing this in some other areas in my life and in my leadership, telling myself the truth. So over the course of Saturday and Sunday, I told myself, Kelly, you are going to love this. This is going to be the best thing for you. This is going to be exciting. You're going to know what to do. This is going to be fun. But I didn't just tell myself that. I told myself what the process would look like. I told myself, Kelly, when you go in there, you'll be confident. You'll you'll walk in with your head held high. You'll walk straight to the the person working there, and you'll tell them your name, and you'll say, hi, I'm Kelly. This is my first time. Can you help me work the treadmill? That's really important. It's the process, telling yourself how it will look. Okay, so you tell yourself who you are, but then you need to tell yourself what the process will look like. That's, That's really implementing the tools. Okay, so I did that. So Monday morning comes, I walk into the gym, I'm a little bit nervous but not too bad, I walk in and then um, as, I, as I'm looking for the, for the worker, look, scanning around, I see he's exactly at the treadmills, so I didn't have to walk past all the buff men. You know, into that area. I could avoid, I could avoid that part. I walked straight to him and he's cleaning the treadmills. And I said, hello, my name's Kelly. This is my first time here. Can you help me work the treadmill? He was the most amazing man. He's been friendly ever since. We always have a chat every time I come in. But I, what I want to, what I want to say to you in this, this little journey that I've done is that every one of you here can do this. I know that there are people here that have battles to fight, but maybe you've been fighting them wrong. Maybe you've been relying on your own strength, or maybe you've just been hiding them away, letting no one see them, just going, oh, we'll deal with that one day. I believe here this morning there's going to be a breakthrough for some of you in this place. But more than anything, I believe that you're going to go out there and, and take some action. Because this is a practical step. It's very, very practical. It's allowing the Holy Spirit to speak into your world. But it's, 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 it's pivoting. It's pivoting, making sure that we're putting this into action. Hmm. Who here battles with intimidation? How often do we tell ourselves I'm too old I'm too young Do you know I do it with worship leading I tell myself Man Kelly maybe you're too old to be a worship leader now Maybe, maybe you just need to To move on from to something else But that's just so not the truth I keep myself current I keep my look as current as I can I think that's important you know, to keep current. But that's a lie. God wants me here worship leading. He wants me here singing His praises. The Holy Spirit's doing a work in me to pour out, not to hold for myself. I would love everyone in this place to stand this morning as we close. With every eye shut in this place. We're just going to do some work with the Holy Spirit. Father, I believe right now. You're going to empower each and every person that is in this room right now. Each and every person has a battle that they're fighting, Father God. I pray right now that they would know your goodness and know your strength, that they have the tools to fight this right, Father. I pray that, that um, a sense of permission would be released in this place, a personal permission to allow themselves to heal, to allow themselves to be loved, to allow themselves to look after themselves, that they would be worthy of, of the most full life in you, God. Father, I pray right now, each and every person, that their mind would be open to healing. Their mind would be open to the truth that is your word, that the devil has no stronghold over their minds, God, that your healing power just sweep over them now, God. Thank you, Lord. If you're here this morning... And you've never asked Jesus into your heart, you don't know him as your Lord and Savior. I'm here to tell you this morning that it's the best decision you could ever make is to ask God into your heart, to ask Jesus into your life. He paid the ultimate sacrifice because he loves you more than anything. If you're here this morning and you've walked away from God, you've got that niggle in your spirit, like, yeah, God, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I've been walking from you. I've been running from you. I've been hiding from you. Maybe you're scared of what he'll do in your life. Maybe it's a control thing. I just want you to pray a prayer with me this morning. If that's you in this place, as every eye is shut, I'd love you just to pop your hand up just for a quick second. If there's anyone in this place, that don't want to Miss this opportunity for someone to receive Christ in this place. This morning, we'll all pray together a simple prayer of asking Jesus into your heart. This morning. It says if you pray after me, we'll say, Jesus Christ, I come to you this morning, maybe broken and battered maybe in need of a cleanup. And Father, I come and I say I want you to be the Savior of my world. Today I ask you to live in my heart, to clean me up, to wash me clean. Father, today I could declare that your Son, Jesus Christ is the Lord and King of my life. I thank you for everything you have done for me. And today I step into a future with you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, you're just such a beautiful church. Love that. Thanks, Kelly. That's so good. Let's give a hand for Kelly. Thank you. Bedankt voor het luisteren naar onze podcast. We zien je graag terug in een van onze diensten. Kijk op onze website voor tijden en locaties.